Live from Braille House, this is Mighty Marty with Transformation Radio. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power. Come on. You declare it. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power. There is power in the name. In the name of Jesus. We know where it is to break every break every chain. Break every chain. Come on, say to break every break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain. There's an army rising up. There's an army rising up. There's an army. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. 
January 4th. And now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative will come from the book of Matthew, chapter 4, verses 12 through 25. We'll be reading about the Master. Having defeated the strong man, Jesus now invaded his house and began to spoil his goods. He both obeyed the word and preached it, calling men to become his disciples. Everyone must decide whether to follow Christ or make bargains with the devil. What is your decision? We'll read about the healer. Our Lord's main ministry was teaching and preaching, but his compassion moved him to minister to the physical needs of the people. How tragic that most of the people who followed him wanted his services, but not his salvation. The gifts, but not the giver. And these people, of course, are with us today in droves. Now, the Sermon on the Mount was our Lord's ordination sermon for His apostles. The theme is God's righteousness as contrasted with the hypocritical righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees. The sermon is not a second law with new commandments. No, it goes much deeper than the law because it deals with internal attitudes as well as outward actions. It presents a picture of the truly righteous person and shows the spiritual principles that control his or her life. Jesus opened the sermon with a description of the truly righteous person. Then he defined what sin is and what real righteousness is in the areas of worship and wealth. He concludes with warnings against making hypocritical judgments, following false prophets, and failing to obey God's will. You are not saved by trying to obey the Sermon on the Mount any more than you're saved by trying to keep the Ten Commandments. Because they involve inner attitudes, the demands of the Sermon on the Mount are much more difficult than those found in the Law of Moses. Only the true believer in Jesus Christ can put the Sermon on the Mount into practice. And now, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. January 4th, Matthew chapter 4, verses 12 through 25. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he left Judea and returned to Galilee. But instead of going to Nazareth, he went to Capernaum, beside the Sea of Galilee, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This fulfilled Isaiah's prophecy, In the land of Zebulun and of Naphtali, beside the sea beyond the Jordan River, in Galilee, where so many Gentiles live, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who lived in the land where death casts its shadow, a light has shined. From then on, Jesus began to preach, Turn from your sins and turn to God, because the kingdom of heaven is near. One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, fishing with a net, for they were commercial fishermen. Jesus called out to them, Come, be my disciples, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and went with him. A little farther up the shore, he saw two other brothers, James and John, sitting in a boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. 
and he called them to come too. They immediately followed him, leaving the boat and their father behind. Jesus traveled throughout Galilee, teaching in the synagogues, preaching everywhere the good news about the kingdom, and he healed people who had every kind of sickness and disease. News about him spread far beyond the borders of Galilee, so that the sick were soon coming to be healed from as far away as Syria. And whatever their illness and pain, or if they were possessed by demons, or were epileptics, or were paralyzed, he healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went. People from Galilee, the ten towns, Jerusalem, from all over Judea, and from east of the Jordan River. There's no space that His love can't reach. There's no place where we can't find peace. There's no end to amazing grace. Take me in with your arms spread wide. Take me in like an orphan child. Never let go, never leave my side.
Josh Heron phasing up from phase one to phase two. Um, I just wanted to say to all the guys on the farm, keep persevering, keep keep hanging in there. You'll you'll be phasing up here soon enough. Um, Steve, Garrett, and John, I love you guys and all the new guys. It may seem tough, but man, it's worth it. Jesus has completely changed my life and and my personal relationship with Him. I wouldn't change uh, change that for the world, man. Uh, I love all you guys. See you soon. In this obsession with the things this world says make us happy. Can't see the slaves we are in all the searching or the grasping. Like we deserve much more than all these blessings we're
Psalm 4, verses 1 through 8. David wrote this psalm as he was about to retire for the night. He couldn't uh, do much about the war around him, but he could do something about the war within him. He didn't want to lie in bed and worry, so he committed himself and his situation to the Lord. And he did that by asking. That's the first thing he did. He asked. Asking the Lord for help is still a good way to deal with inner turmoil. And second, he believed. He faced his anger honestly and gave it to the Lord. Instead of lying in bed and thinking about your problems, meditate on the Lord and offer Him sacrifices of praise. And he received. In the darkness, he saw the face of God and received light. In his sorrow, he discovered the gift of gladness. In the time of battle, he received peace. God did not immediately change the situation, but he did change David. And he can do the same for you. Psalm chapter 4, verses 1 through 8. For the choir director, a psalm of David, to be accompanied by stringed instruments. Answer me when I call, O God, who declares me innocent. Take away my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long will you people ruin my reputation? How long will you make these groundless accusations? How long will you pursue lies? You can be sure of this. The Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will answer when I call to him. Don't sin by letting anger gain control over you. Think about it overnight and remain silent. Offer proper sacrifices and trust in the Lord. Many people say, Who will show us better times? Let the smile of your face shine on us, Lord. You have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvests of grain and wine. I will lie down in peace and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 20 through 23. Wisdom shouts in the streets. She cries out in the public square. She calls out to the crowds along the main street and to those in front of City Hall. You simpletons, she cries. How long will you go on being simple-minded? How long will you mockers relish your mocking? How long will you fools fight the facts? Come here and listen to me. I'll pour out the spirit of wisdom upon you and make you wise.
That'll do it for Transformation Radio from the Braille House. Everybody have a blessed day.